Hey guys, welcome to Scheme Me Up Body. I am your host and giant pop culture nerd, Rodney Stewart. And we're doing some more Star Trek Picard in this episode. And uh, please, if you are one of the legends that's checking out this podcast, please rate and review it. And let me know how I can do this better for you. I know it's probably not the, the most exciting person to listen to. Uh, I did accidentally end up listening to one of my own podcast episodes a few nights back and I bored myself to tears so uh, your input will be very much appreciated and you can do that via the email schemeupbody at gmail.com so let's get into this episode of Star Trek Picard this is the impossible box I hope you enjoy it the impossible box very very simple story on this one you know what's obviously this entire series is all the one story which is something that uh, feels very drawn out in this series especially having spent so long down a rabbit hole of the next generation it just feels to me that there's so much in this series of Star Trek Picard that could be very easily condensed when you look back at old Star Trek like they were able to do so much in the one episode or if it jumped to two episodes three episodes you know a free parter uh, you know there was just so many ways that they could condense the story down now I think the big thing about it is that in Star Trek Picard we don't have the captain's log sort of thing on there that was very very handy an old Star Trek to you know bring more into an episode because you could just go to the captain's log and within a few lines they could you know condense a huge part of the story down as to you know we've skipped from this part to this part and this is how we got there we don't have that in Picard uh you know obviously he's not in Starfleet anymore and he's not uh you know he's not the captain of a ship but he could still have a personal log in there just a random thought that was going through my mind. Anyway, I've spent far too long blathering. Let's get into the review of this episode. Uh, at the beginning of this episode, pretty much Dr. Agnes Girati is, you know, trying to cover her tracks. Because in the previous episode, she killed Dr. Bruce Maddox. And it's because of whatever... Starfleet had told her before she went on this mission with Picard so she's covering her tracks and that and we discover well we we know where Soji is at she's on the Borg cube and we're going to go and see if they can find her in this episode so you know we're all sitting around a table at the start we've got Picard we've got uh, Girati and we have got Elnor and they're talking about the Borg cube and whatnot and you know Picard isn't excited about going and Elnor picks up on this and Gerati brings up that you know the history of Picard and they used to call you Locutus of Borg and they assimilated you into their culture but it wasn't a full assimilation if you know Star Trek and the history of it. He was like a go-between between 
the Borg Collective and humanity. And that's another story for another time. But it's bringing back a lot of bad memories for Picard. They're going to, their mission is to go to this Borg cube the last time he was there. He didn't go by choice. It was the Borg took him there to assimilate him. And uh, yes, not looking forward to this whatsoever. The problem they do have getting onto the cube is that this mission has nothing to do with Starfleet whatsoever. So the Romulans are there running the whole thing. There's the Borg reclamation project that's headed up by Hugh. So that's Picard's way in. Hugh, if you don't know, originally came into Star Trek history as a, a Borg that was found injured and the Enterprise rescued him, pretty much nursed him back to health and sent him back to the Collective. But while he was on the Enterprise, he started to discover what individ individuality really was. And then he was sent back into the Collective by his own choice at the end of the episode. And there's a beautiful little part in here where never Picard gets on to the Borg cube that he meets Hugh, but he's having like real PTSD about being back on the cube and having flashbacks and you know he drops to his knees and on his head he's getting assimilated once again but in reality two Borg grab hold of him and he's struggling to get away leave me alone leave me alone and he hears the voice of Hugh calling out they don't want you to fall he's on a walkway between two different sections of the cube and there's a precipice below him and these two ex-Borg are trying to stop him from falling. And there's a wonderful part on here. If you're a fan of old Star Trek where Hugh kind of pays back Picard for helping him find his own individuality by showing him the, the whole process of what they're doing there. The Borg re reclamation program is, you know, deborging the Borg, essentially. You know, they're, they're taking the mechanical parts out, they're reintegrating them into humanity again and you know Picard almost seems to find a lot of peace in this episode and uh, it was just nice to see that they're kind of you know the Enterprise and Captain Picard back in the day helped you know Hugh find his individuality and he's eventually escaped and now Picard in present day as needing that little bit of reassurance that you know what what happened to you isn't who you are today you're John Luke Picard you're not Lucutus of Borg sort of thing so it's that was great I enjoyed that there um the thing I wasn't a big fan of in this episode was the whole thing with getting to the Borg cube and Rafi had to contact Starfleet to get you know clearance for them and pull a few strings and you know it had to be done within the episode they weren't going to get onto the cube without Starfleet's help Rafi called in a few favours but she is after meeting her son and the son telling her to you know pretty much you know slide on and what nothing to do with you she's relapsed into drinking and she's you know going to drink herself to death essentially and Picard's just sitting there and he's letting it happen and I wasn't a big fan of that in this episode but it, well 
at the, the point of recording this, I have skipped a few episodes ahead. I kind of know what's coming down the line. But in this moment, for me, it's like Captain Picard is just sitting there and one of his closest friends in the galaxy is in pain and hurting and he's doing nothing to help her. Just didn't sit well with me. But anyway, that will potentially clear itself up later in the series. Back in the cube, uh, Soji is starting to discover that she may not be what she seems to be. And she's having all these nightmares and Narak is trying to help her. Well, I say help loosely. He is uh, a Romulan spy and he's there to discover why she's been sent to the cube. She's been sent to the cube to discover what, you know, everything that's happening with the whole uh, ban on artificial life forms. But she thinks she's human and he starts pressing her on these dreams that she's having and it's the, he believes it's the key to find out the home world of where she originally came from and throughout the episode uh, we see bits and pieces of this dream sequence but coming up towards the end of it Narek gets her into a Romulan ritual that's designed to you know break down the barriers and you know it's like a meditation, it's like a meditation walk sort of a thing. There's this whole room set up where there's like this pathway leading around it. And as the person walks through it, they kind of meditate and get back into the dream and try and discover what the dreams mean. Well, that's the case for Soji anyway. And he's there to guide her. And in the background, his sister, whose name has completely escaped me right now, uh, Narissa is watching on a monitor and uh, Narak is doing his best to guide Soji and using the relationship that he has built up with her throughout the series to this point like she genuinely believes that he's fallen in love with her and he's using that to his advantage in this but within the dream she gets to a certain point she keeps waking up and uh I should say, earlier in the episode, and for some reason, clerks jumped straight into my mind as soon as this happened. I think it was the whole 37 thing. <laughs> what? I'm 37? Uh, so she starts discovering she's maybe not who she thinks she is, and she starts to scan everything that she owns, and like the potential age of everything is 37 months. And you know, pictures of her and her sister uh, even the necklace she's wearing everything she can get her hands on potential age 37 months so as soon as I heard 37 I was like clerks I'm 37 so I don't know I'm hoping that that is a little nod towards Kevin Smith and whatnot like him been the kind of like one of the biggest pop culture geeks on the face of the planet at the minute. I'm kind of hoping that that's a little nod for him. Uh, could be completely wrong. Anyway, by the end of the episode, uh, Soji discovers the meaning of the dream, essentially. There's a, a part of the dream where she sees her father in his workshop. He's working on something. 
she there's these flowers in the workshop she can never see past them and when she tries to get around them in the dream he calls on her and she wakes up but through this meditation routine and Narek guiding her he's getting her within the memory of this dream to not listen to the father but go and see what's on the workbench and she sees herself in pieces and <clears throat> Narek asks her to look up what can she see outside of the place and she looks through the, the skylight and there's two moons red as blood and there's a lot of lightning and thunder and whatnot and uh, Narek has succeeded in his mission so Narek realizing that he has gotten the information that he came there for you know tells her you know what you found home and she's like I don't understand and he's like you're not real sort of a thing locks her in the room sets down his little box that's like a little puzzle box and Earlier in the episode, we've seen the reason why he uses this box. It's a way of him focusing his mind and whatnot. And he shows how it's opened earlier on in the episode to his sister. And there's a little statue comes out of it. But in this one here, it is a trap. This little the box opens up and this little piece of metal comes out and sprays all this radiation poison into there to kill Soji. Which ends up activating her and she uses her super strength to break through the floor and escape and Picard at this point and Hugh have came to find her and Picard Soji finally come face to face and he quickly explains that he met his sister he's got the little necklace that she had which is, matches Soji's and tells her I'm here to help you come with me Reluctantly, she does, and Hugh takes the two of them to the Queen Chamber. And there's a long-range transporter that the Borg assimilated from an culture that is on every Borg cube <clears throat> as a final way for the Queen to escape. And, you know, if something goes wrong and the Borg are going to get defeated, the Queen has an escape route off the ship. So Picard uses that for him and Soji to escape. Uh, at the end of the episode, Elnor turns up to protect Picard and cover his tracks while they leave. So at the end of the episode, Elnor is like, you know, fighting off the Romulans. Picard, Soji have escaped and they have set up uh, a rendezvous for the rest of the crew on the ship to meet them later on on a planet so that is a swift quick little review of this episode again i'm enjoy i'm quite enjoying this episode but i'm kind of at this point in the series i'm getting a little bit frustrated and just how far everything has been pulled out and extended really unnecessary i think when you look back at Star Trek history and, and the style that they did their episodes, there was just so much more told a lot better in a shorter amount of time. But uh, that is modern storytelling for you. This series, for me, by no means is a waste of time, but I don't think it's going to stand up the way old Star Trek did. And I'm kind of sorry to say that at this point, but I'm hoping the series kicks off a lot 
but better in incoming episodes. This has been a production of Coins Edge Media. Thank you so much for listening.